I'll never forget the first time I heard the statement uh, when someone said, I've never seen a U-Haul truck traveling behind a hearse. And I had to let that sit with me for a minute to even understand what that meant. And, and for those who may not know, uh, U-Haul is a moving company. Um, and, and I had to let that sit with me. I've never seen a U-Haul behind a hearse. And the obvious analogy to that is when it's time for us to leave, when we depart from this world, there's absolutely nothing, nothing that we, at least in the physical, have earned or have that we can take with us. I wasn't prepared to actually talk this morning about this topic, um, but uh, for those who are getting to know me, I speak in real time. The things that I talk about, nothing's actually planned and written out, just so you know. I just go with what I'm feeling and what really what, what God puts in my heart to talk about. And I've recently lost two relatives, unfortunately, back to back within a couple of days apart. And um, I don't want to go into any detail about that to respect my family's privacy, but um, it just got me to thinking, um, my goodness, there's so many we're so busy under the sun working and gathering, trying to get our little nest egg together and do all the things that we need to do to have what we need to have so we can be comfortable. And there's nothing wrong with pursuing dreams. You guys know I, I know I feel that way. There's nothing wrong with working hard. If you've watched any of my videos, you guys know I've been working since I was 11 or 12 years old. Um, from the time my, 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 my mom and my family and I were homeless when I was about 12. And, and if you haven't watched some of those old videos, you can go back and watch and catch up on who I am. So I, ha I, I have no problem with hard work. I think what's penetrating my heart is the reality that we are really only here for a moment. You know, the Bible teaches us our lives are just a mist. You know, we're here today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> And there's a passage I've been thinking a lot about my mom. Um, as you guys know, I still to this day uh, am grieving the loss of my mother. Um, <clears throat> there's a passage she just absolutely loves. And um, I used to read it to her or recite it to her um, often. And the passage is in Matthew 6. And um, it's verse 25 through 33 that talks about do not worry. And I'm going to read that passage in a minute. That, that was the purpose of me turning on the cameras and just wanting to read that to you. But I looked a little higher in the chapter before I got to that passage. And I was reminded of, um, let me pull out my Bible here. Um, for those who are listening to the podcast, I apologize. Um, uh, but if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I've got my Bible. Um, it's so torn apart. My goodness, it's all taped up. It's one of those good Bibles where all your notes and things are in and I don't want to get rid of it. Um, but I looked up a little higher in this chapter. Uh, in verse 19, so Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, and Jesus did an amazing job uh, teaching about uh, treasures in heaven. He says um, about not storing up for yourselves treasures in heaven. So I want to read that first, and then I want to go into uh, one of my mom's favorite passages about do not worry. So just bear with me a second. Um, um, uh, but in Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse 19, I'm going to uh, read through verse 21. I'm actually just going to recite it, um, you know, because I know it, but, but I still have my Bible here. But anyways, Matthew 6, 19 through 21. And it says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. 
But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And, and I may have missed a word or two. Hopefully I didn't. Oh, I said it right. Okay, good. Uh, so that is a really good passage to think about. Um, you know, the, the last couple of days I've had to do some reflection myself because uh, like everyone else, you know, I, I'm busy. There's a lot of things going on. And sometimes you can get carried away with everything going on from your expenses to things going on with your kids. And, you know, I've got three adult children, three of which are in college. And, oh, my goodness, you can just think through all of that. Um, and I had to remind myself, and I'm glad that God put this in my heart this morning, that, Z, all of this is so temporary. All of this is so temporary. That's why I love the book of Ecclesiastes, and I'm not trying to drift, but that's what I love about, um, if you guys know anything about Solomon. Solomon was probably one of the richest people, um, I think, and I could be wrong on this, so I hope I'm not, but he was one of the richest people, I think, to live. Um, he was the one that denied himself nothing his eyes desired. Remember that, if you read the book of Ecclesiastes? And he built vineyards, and oh my gosh, he had huge... I want to call it castles. That's probably the wrong word, but let's just say mansions or homes. And he said, there's nothing that he wanted that he wouldn't deny himself of. And he said, all of those things he went and pursued. Um, he says he has to now leave it to someone who's coming after him, um, who may be a fool. It may just basically, you know, uh, first of all, haven't earned what he's worked for. Let's start there. And second of all, th that may just, um, um, I don't know the word he used, but may just basically not take good care of all the things he's worked for. And so I love Ecclesiastes because he talks about that there's nothing better for a man to do than to eat and drink and find satisfaction um, during the few days of life he has on this earth. I'm paraphrasing it a little off, but that's pretty much what he was saying. And um, uh, and he's the one that talks about everything is meaningless, a chasing after the wind, because we, we can't take it with us. And so if you ever if you've never read the book of Ecclesiastes, it's very short. It's only a couple chapters. Dive into it and read it. But anyway, so that makes me think about when I'm reading about treasures in heaven, uh, not storing up for ourselves treasures on earth. When I read this and I read it this morning, it gives me such. I don't know the word to use except for it gives me peace some sort of unexplainable peace because all of these things that tend to grab our attention and tend to take our focus um, at the end of the day, I mean, let's just be honest, we can't take any of it with us. You know, um, the relatives I just recently lost, they can't take any of that with them. And they were some pretty accomplished people none of it nothing in the bank account no properties nothing everything that we're working for um, none of it could be attached to a u-haul and go with us anyway let me let me just kind of go on down a little bit further in this uh, again I'm in Matthew 6 um, I'm gonna jump down to um, um, verse 24. I wasn't going to read verse 24 because some people can take this the wrong way, but I have it highlighted. And that's one of the, the, the passages in here. I like it says no one can serve um, two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Now that's a, that, that that's a hot one there. You cannot serve both God and money. When I read that passage, I just think about our heart has to be in one place. Our heart has to be with God. 
we can't allow ourselves, me included. So I'm not preaching at you. And by the way, I'm not a minister, uh, not a professional counselor. I'm just a woman who loves God, and I just love being in the Word of God. Um, but that includes myself. I, I, I cannot allow myself to serve money. You know, and, and you may say, well, how do you serve money? Well, by always being stressed out about, you know, finances or, or what have you, or, or, or you know, what's going to happen with this and with this economy, what's going to happen next year? And you know how we can get sometimes. I'm, I'm sure I'm not by myself. We can't serve both. So now let me get into the part that my mom, this is her favorite part, because um, she's been on my heart so much. Oh, my goodness. Yesterday was a really hard day for me. Um, but my mom loves Matthew six twenty five through 33. And this whole passage is called Do Not Worry. Um, and um, uh, many, many years ago, I remembered it and recited it, and I recited, to it, recited it to her all the time in the past. But the passage says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, uh, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Uh, it's not life more important than food or the body more important than clothes. And then it goes on to say, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And then it says, are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And here's the part that, that, that uh, uh, references Solomon, which I was just talking about a little bit ago. He says, uh, and why do you worry about clothes? Uh, he says, see how the lilies of the field uh, grow? And I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. And then it goes on to say, if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Then I believe it goes on to say, so do not worry. Oh, it does. Okay, I'm reading it right. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Now, if you have not seen uh, one of my YouTube videos, and I think the title is Seek God First with a question mark, I would love for you to listen to that one. Because I used to have a problem with this passage. Um... Uh, because it, it basically says, put God first. He knows what your needs are and trust that he's going to take care of you. And if you if, if you listen to that video on Seek God First, I was actually being very vulnerable, to be honest, uh, very real. And what I felt when I really began to study that out, because I was offended that if you don't have the proper clothing or food to eat or, or know how you're going to take care of yourself or your family, how on earth could God say, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness? So I don't want to go into all of that because that other video completely explains how twisted my thought pattern was. My thought pattern was, no, I first need to get all this stuff taken care of. And once I get my mind right and, and I'm able to actually sit and focus and pray, then I can seek first the kingdom of God. So I don't want to, again, I don't want to go into the whole spiel on it, but I used to have an issue with this verse, but, but now I don't. I understand and I've lived, it's not only understand, I've lived that this is true. The words that Jesus spoke are true. Put him first. He will take care of you. He knows what your needs are. So 
I don't want to speak for too long on this, but I just wanted to touch on. It's so important that our treasures are stored in heaven. Where moth and rust do not destroy and where no thief could ever break in and steal. The treasures that we focus on in this earthly realm, I'll just call it. Are so temporary. It's so temporary. I think sometimes Satan, Satan tries to trick us into making us think we got to have this, we got to have that, and oh, my kids won't be able to have a good Christmas or whatever because I can't get this or I can't get that, or how am I going to be able to da-da-da-da, and I don't have the car I really want to be driving and blah, blah, blah. None of that stuff can go with us. None of it. I thank God for my mother, who's an amazing, amazing woman of God, even though I miss her so much uh, now that she's no longer here in the physical because she always referenced that passage about do not worry. It was one of her favorites. She lived it. And if you've watched any of my videos on her, especially the very first one, I think the very first video I did, or YouTube video or podcast, whatever you want to call it, I think it was called, um, What Are You Going to Do With the Time You Have Left? And it talks about the legacy that we leave behind. Um, So it'd be great if you listen or watch that one as well. But, um, my mother really taught me the importance of what are you leaving behind for generations to come? That's why I'm doing these podcasts or these video episodes, you guys. It really isn't because I don't have anything else to do. And, and, and no one pays me to sit in front of a camera and do this. And as you guys know, I don't, you know, take money from anyone. I'm trying to help people by giving what God has given me. I'm not a minister. I'll say that over and over again. But I'm also trying to leave something generationally for my family. I want my kids, excuse me, and I have four, by the way. Three are already adults, and the other one in about another year or so, um, he'll be an adult as well. I want them to have something that can go beyond when I go into the ground. I want them to be able to one day sit and watch these videos or listen to podcasts, perhaps my grandkids, you know, in the future, and be given some hope and some inspiration. This is the lasting treasure. These are lasting treasures that I'm trying to build. And I pray for you that whatever's going on with you, and again, I don't know anybody, whoever's watching these videos, that's what's odd about this is I'm speaking into a camera right now. I have no idea who's watching Who's going to be listening to any of this? But I feel in my spirit is going to help someone. And I would love for you to comment, by the way, if you feel this does help you. But I'm praying that you begin to think generationally. You begin to think beyond your bank account. You begin to think beyond your current situation. You begin to think beyond the physical and think in terms of what can you leave behind as a legacy? What are you worried about when you can't take any of these tangible things with you? So anyway, I love you guys. I thank you for taking the time uh, to listen. I'm so appreciative of all the amazing comments and uh, messages I've been getting from everyone. This really is difficult sitting on camera, uh, sitting and speaking into a camera and talking to people and being vulnerable and opening up my life. But I know this is what God has called me to do right now to encourage and inspire others. And I pray that you sincerely are encouraged. I love you all. Uh, This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. And thank you for listening. Bye-bye.